With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in, podcast listeners. I appreciate all of you. I got a gift for you right off the top. Tomorrow is the NFL draft. If you go to fanduel.com slash clay and you bet $5, you get back $100. 20 to 1 payout, Trevor Lawrence to be the overall number one pick. It is free money. You can't lose. Fanduel.com slash clay. Loaded show for you. Shannon Spake hanging out with us in the first hour. Chad Withrow in the second hour. And then Will Kane formerly of ESPN Radio, now with Fox News, will join us in the third hour. We're breaking down, what else? The NFL draft, the woke virus that continues to infect sports media, particularly at ESPN. I will bring my two-by-four and wipe out some people. You're probably going to love it. Lots of drama, all breaking down on the NFL draft. And the show is live 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, but you get to hear it at your leisure, and that begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is... NFL Draft Eve. And as you all know, many crazy things can happen on NFL Draft Eve. It is a little bit like Christmas Eve. When all of the presents are prepared to be put underneath the tree, and all of us are going to wake up tomorrow morning, and the draft will finally be here. But between now and then, there is still much drama to be found. And that, my friends, is where we are right now. Let me give you a roadmap of where we're headed. Shannon Spake's going to join us in a few minutes she made the correct prick that <laughs> correct pick. Oh, that's an interesting phrase. Correct pick, I should say, that Brad Kozlowski was going to win in Talladega. He did. That paid off at eleven to one. I'm sure she'll take a victory lap there. Second hour of the show, Chad Withrow from the Outkick 360 will be hanging out with us. And then, as he does every single Wednesday, we'll be joined by Will Kane from Fox News, formerly ESPN radio host. 
for a discussion on a variety of different issues, including who his favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys, may be looking to grab with the number 10 overall pick. But I got to give credit to you, Dub, because I'm obsessed with this too. The gambling markets are so much fun to follow as the NFL draft inches closer and closer because there's so much that they can tell you about who's actually putting money down on so many different storylines out there. So we know number one overall is going to be Trevor Lawrence. Number two overall is going to be uh, Zach Wilson, and he is going to go to the uh, Jets. Number three, we've got a little bit of an interesting story here. I'm looking at the live odds on FanDuel as I am speaking to you uh, here in my home state of Tennessee, and Mac Jones has surged all the way out to a minus 340 favorite to be the San Francisco 49ers third overall pick. That is a big favorite right now, the biggest favorite so far that Mac Jones has been. Justin Fields back all the way to near 7-1. to one. Uh, Trey Lance at 3-1. to one. Uh, And by the way, a little bit of money coming in on Kyle Pitts to be the number four overall pick as well for the Atlanta Falcons. So, Dub, what you have noticed is part of the drama that is going on right now is what are the Cincinnati Bengals going to do? Because for a while, I thought, hey, surely the Bengals are going to go offensive line. And I thought that because of the beatdown that we saw Joe Burrow take last year that ended in a significant injury for him. But now all of the money has come pouring in on the idea of Jamar Chase being the first wide receiver off the board, partly because Jamar Chase is such a good friend and former teammate of Joe Burrow at LSU. Now, Jamar Chase set out for the season, uh, but he now is a pretty substantial favorite in uh, this uh, position. If Jamar Chase goes five, there seems to be a uh, an idea out there that a lot of people are not very excited about. The Dolphins may be going with, uh, with who knows what the Dolphins would end up doing, but that they may then go potentially trade back at the sixth spot. Um, and there might be an interest in somebody coming up and trying to grab Trey Lance. You've been paying attention to this story, Dub, uh, and there's some pretty compelling betting market news out there, the line, that would suggest that there is potentially a trade afoot, and we would presume that it would be Trey Lance that would be maybe going in the sixth spot. And what are you basing that on? Well, if you look at the FanDuel uh, sportsbook, yep. they have the numbers set, the over-under for draft pick for Trey Lance set at six and a half. Now, almost every mock draft I've seen has Trey Lance going later than that to the Broncos or one of those types of teams, right? So, I mean, this makes me think that Cincinnati's going to go with Jamar Chase, who's probably who the Dolphins were hoping to take. The Dolphins yep. won't be able to get their guy. And so one of these teams in, uh, in need of a quarterback, that's going to be a real suitor to for them to trade up and for the Dolphins to trade back at the six spot. And he's a very heavily favored to the under on the six and a half. Like yeah. Minus 230, which is pretty significant. So I, I mentioned this yesterday. This is, this is Vegas giving us a clue to what they think is likely to happen. And it makes total sense if, if the Bengals do indeed take Jamar Chase, which is kind of what, uh, what a lot of people are thinking along with the sports books if that happens, it looks to me like someone 
is going to trade up. Maybe it's the Broncos to that sixth spot to uh, to draft Trey Lance, perhaps. And it's interesting, if you're playing this out and you're thinking about it from the Dolphins' perspective, what they could be thinking is, hey, we're at six. If Jamar Chase comes off the board at five, we don't want to go wide receiver necessarily at six, but they could trade back. Let's say that, let's say that you're right, Dub, and that the Broncos want to trade up from nine to go get Trey Lance at six. Well, the Dolphins could pick up a pick, drop back to nine, and probably they would still be in a position to get maybe Jalen Waddell, maybe Devontae Smith, or to get one of those two big tackles, either Slater out of, uh, out of uh, Northwestern or Panay Sewell out of Oregon. And so sitting at nine, they may be able to get the exact same guy they would have gotten at six. And in the process, they trade back in a very Bill Belichickian model, which again is Brian Flores' uh, previous, uh, the, the guy that he basically built his career coaching watching. This seems like potentially a very good play. And in fact, I took advantage of this very idea on Fox Bet Live on Tuesday's show because I thought I was getting pretty good value on the Dolphins to end up either with Panay Sewell, because they may well end up taking Panay Sewell if they decide not to draft back, be, drop back, because the Broncos could call their bluff, right? I mean, the Broncos could be sitting here and saying, man, it's possible we could stay at nine, not even have to move at all, and get either Trey Lance or Justin Fields without having to give up any additional assets at all. Because if the Dolphins draft at six for themselves, they're probably going to take an offensive player other than a quarterback for sure. Then you've got the Lions. I think the Lions have a good chance to go defense, given Dan Campbell there for the first year. Then you've got the Panthers, who just traded for Sam Darnold. Do they want to go at eight and add a third quarterback? I think that's possible. But you can kind of roll the dice and think the Broncos could. Hey, we're going to get either Trey Lance or Justin Fields without having to move at all. Why would we give up any assets in order to do that? So this is a story worth following for sure at the top of the draft. Up next, we're going to be joined by Shannon Spake. Big time win for her picking the winner of the Talladega uh, race and uh, we'll see what else she's got going on. All that headed your direction. Want to make sure you know, go sign up for the podcast. Don't miss a minute of this program. Loaded show coming for you the eve of the NFL Draft on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Shannon Spake joins us now at Shannon Spake. And right off the top, you made people some money. If they had listened to you and taken Brad Kozlowski to win in Talladega, 
they would have gotten at least an 11 to 1 payout. I did. I listened to you. I said it on television. I picked the winner. And uh, you can now take your own victory lap for nailing that selection. Do I get 10% or a bottle of wine or something? Yeah, you, get a, you can get a bottle of wine for sure, yes. <laughs> and I, and maybe, a bloomin', maybe a bloomin' Onion at Outback. Um, you know, we'll, we'll give you a free appetizer for sure. I worked at Outback Steakhouse for eight years. So did you I'm really? Good. Yeah, I did. Um, through high eight school. Eight years? I started, yeah, I started as a hostess and, and, and then waited tables and worked my way through college. And so, yeah, I worked. I've had plenty of Bloomin' Onions. After a, you know, college night on the town, Friday night on the town, Bloomin' Onions are the perfect thing to get you set. All right, eight um, years. And, and so before way. we get into your big win on, uh, yeah. on NASCAR. What was the most, what's the biggest tip that you ever got in eight years of working at Outback? Do you remember? Don't forget to wear your seatbelt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, honestly, I'd walk out of there. You know, I mean, hey, listen, I, the great thing about working at Outback, and this is a total plug for them, right, is, is that you're out by 1030, 1130 on the weekends. It was a really great, you start at four, at least when I was there, it was like open from four to 1030. So it was great hours. The menu was a lot smaller. Now it, now it looks like the, the Cheesecake Factory to me when I walk in there, you know, it's like, there's so many things on the menu. Back then, there was very few things. So you, you pass the menu test with flying colors, and uh, and it was just a lot of fun. And, and you walk out of the, you know, you head down to the bar down the street with a hundred bucks in your pocket every single night, because uh, of course that's what you do. When How have they college. not used you as an advertiser for them, given the fact that you worked there for eight years? Do you have you ever met any Outback executives uh, associated with NASCAR or NFL related events? Oh, yeah, because I, I worked the Outback Bowl, the, the clowny hit. I was on sidelines for that game. Um, what was that, 2010 maybe? 2000, I, don't, I don't even remember what year that was. Uh, and, and so I met a bunch of the executives, and, and yes, they know. And, and I've seen them because they actually sponsor Kevin Harvick, who's a race car driver. And yes. so I'll run into guys that are really high up at the company at some of the events that they'll sponsor for Kevin. And, and they, yeah, we, I know them. I know them pretty well. I say hi to them. They know my story. Uh, they know that like it's, it's like home. And, of course, Every time I go to Outback, I have to like share this story. What yes. was really cool is I went back to um, I was down there doing a Miami game this year, to his first game, and I went back to the old my my old Outback Steakhouse where I worked in Plantation, Florida. Shout out to Plantation, Florida. And I sat there by myself, and I and I had something to eat, and I started talking to the um, my waiter, and. Like I, I kind of shared my story with him, and he asked me what I did now. And he said to me, this is the coolest thing, Clay. He said, that is so funny. He said, there was this older guy who used to come here all the time. He's passed away now. And every time you would come on TV, he would say, she used to work here. Oh, and that's none of us so knew, great. Yeah, and none of us knew who you were. But we, I remember that he would say that every single time you came on TV. And I was like, that's pretty cool. You know, that was, that was pretty cool. So, yeah. That is pretty awesome. In my DNA, I, for sure. I just don't know why they wouldn't be, given the fact that they advertise quite a bit to sports fans, I yeah. just don't know why they wouldn't be using you in some way as part of a marketing campaign, even if right now, to be honest, it's so hard, I think, to hire restaurant workers, right? As mm-hmm. all these restaurants are opening back up, I'm reading so many different articles about uh, restaurants that are sometimes having to close down certain days of the week because there aren't available uh, people who want to work. Uh, And we can get into all different sorts of reasons, but I think many of them, uh, among them, fear, which is still out there about COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. There's still a lot of moms that have to be responsible for kids that are not enrolled in school, so they can't get normal jobs. And then also the unemployment benefits. Some people are making more money 
basically not to mm-hmm. work at all than they are to actually have a job. But I would think that that would be a good marketing campaign because, look, I mean, the reality is there are lots of jobs out there and you can sell the idea of, hey, if you start here, you can end up somewhere else uh, that is really cool, right? Um, and. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't take advantage. And this is not just Outback. Any of these places uh, that that have people who got their first jobs, especially if they worked there for a substantial period of time yeah. and then went on to something else successful. I mean, eight years is a long time. And then, uh, and, and yeah, anyway, I think that would be a smart move by them. Yeah, my mom always told me when I was younger, she said, if you wait tables, like, no matter what happens, like, you know, in your life, you can always come back to waiting tables if you need to, right? And so I did, and, and I think it, it taught me a lot about dealing with people, and it taught me a lot. I mean, listen, when I go to restaurants and I go, I mean, you there are there are really good waitresses, there are okay waitresses, and there are bad ones. And I and I know the difference because I've I've been all three from time to time, and I and I know what that job entails. But I also know that you you know I mean hey listen someone someone is is waiting on you you know what I'm saying and and so uh, yeah I I really enjoyed my time waiting tables. But listen hey if Outback ever comes to me and does something you get ten percent <laughs> thank for a you finder's fee and, yes. and I get the ten percent for whatever you want on Keslowski. Uh, all right. So the other thing is, by the way, I think that's a good judge of people because how you treat a waiter or a waitress, totally. who, right? I mean, like a lot of people enjoy the power trip that they get when somebody waits on them and they become different people. And I think that's always an interesting judge. A lot of people out there, kids listen to this show. Think about that. If you go out for lunch or you go out for dinner, first of all, you should be doing it in your normal life, too. But as an employer, uh, I sit and look and think in the back of my mind based on how that interaction goes, is this somebody that is going to treat everybody in my company, whether they are high or low, kind of the same? And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to, you know, like I, I, I try to treat everybody the exact same. That doesn't mean I'm always perfect to everybody. Uh, but I do think that's an interesting test. Yeah, but listen, in, in all fairness, there are some bad servers. There, there are definitely some bad servers, and I've had them before. I still treat them with respect, but I but I do, from time to time, get, get aggravated when, when all I did was ask for a water at the beginning of the meal, and I still haven't gotten it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right. So, Brad yeah. Keselowski uh, wins yes. at Talladega, and he did it. I mean, there were some crazy crashes uh, during the course of this race, and it felt like, Shannon – that there was a big crowd there. I mean, we're now to the point where everything seems like it's getting back very much to normalcy. I mean, we had UFC 261 with 15,000 people indoors. We got the Texas Rangers full stadium open. I was watching the Braves last night, as we do almost every day in, in the house, and I don't know what the Braves' capacity is. I think it's over 50% now, but it looked totally normal in the stands because a lot of times Major League Baseball games – early in the season in particular, are never that full, um, which uh, is kind of noticeable most places. So uh, so I feel like we're getting back to normalcy. But Keselowski got the win. But the, the I think it was Joey Logano getting flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was pretty wild. Yeah, so their teammates, Joey and Brad, and of course at the Daytona 500, those were the two that were running 1-2 on that last lap, and they ended up wrecking, uh, which led the way for Michael McDowell to win. But yes, we always expect when we go to Talladega, because of the, um, the speeds and because they run in packs, 
you know, it's a super speedway. The, 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 the speeds are limited, which creates this pack formation, four, five wide, you know, eight, nine deep guys just inches off the bumpers. So if there is a wreck, we call it the big one because it oftentimes collects tons of race cars and it's very dramatic. But when those cars go airborne, that is like that. That's where we, we stop this conversation. We saw what happened with Brian Newman when his car went airborne in the Daytona 500 last year. Um, in, and now or two years ago, now this is happening uh, again. And, and, and he barely got touched, Joey's car, and it went airborne. And he was very, very mad rightfully so when he got out of that infield care center because he said listen i've got a a roll bar on my head i'm upside down thankfully the car landed on its like on its wheels because that's a whole nother thing right when the car lands on the roof of the car and then they have to wait for the safety uh folks to get out there they have to flip the car meanwhile the driver is upside down inside that race car uh which i can't even imagine being in that situation so uh they need to keep these cars on the ground And, and joey i was listening to a radio interview this morning and he said listen it was one thing when I was 20-something years old and I would go airborne and I would flip. He's like, I'm a dad now. I've got two kids. I, I look at it completely different. And uh, he's right. Um, and, and and he's a champion of the sport. And when champions of the sport talk, we listen. And so I, I do think that there has to be something done. Thankfully, there were no other huge, huge wrecks that we saw. I really thought at the end of the race that we were going to see something incredible. And, and thankfully, they finished and, and Brad Kozlowski got the win. We've got nine different winners in 10 races this season, which is absolutely incredible. What do you attribute that to? Uh, the fact that nobody's been able, I mean, one guy's been able to double up. Uh, one, yeah. You know, sort of the evenness of the competition in terms of who wins the checkered flag in general? I think we had a lot of surprise winners at the beginning of the season, whether it be, um, you know, McDowell winning the Daytona 500. You've got Christopher Bell, who I think people expected to win um, in his first year fully at Joe Gibbs Racing. But, I mean, he goes out and wins. William Byer, I think I think the fact that we've had a lot of surprise winners early on. But I also think that, like, the, la- the no practice and the no qualifying, I do think that that levels the playing field a- a- a slightly, a little bit, because these guys don't have time to work on their cars. Everyone's getting in the race cars and kind of working through things in the first couple laps. I think Stuart Haas racing is, is off this season. Kevin Harvick won a ton of races last year. Denny Hamlin's had top fives. He, he he and Harvick went back and forth last year and just won almost all the races. So I, I think that those two guys haven't gone to victory at Lane yet, and I think that that's a big, big deal. Um, a buddy of mine at Fox Sports, uh, Michael Mulvihill, who does mm-hmm. incredible work. Do you know Mike? Have you, I'm sure oh, you've yeah. met him at some point. Oh, uh, yeah. He's a big data guy. Uh, he, I saw him tweet out yesterday, 109 NFL games last season outrated the Academy Awards. Uh, I know that you watched the Oscars on Sunday night. I did not watch any of them because I hadn't seen any of the movies. So, uh, by the way, under 10 million people watched. To put that into context, and that this is kind of crazy, almost 60 million watched back in 1998 when Titanic won Best Picture. So that is, I believe, 60 million, roughly. I think it was like 58 and change. That's the biggest audience the Academy Awards have ever had. Under 10 is by far the lowest audience they've ever had in sort of the modern era. So first question for you. Did you, how many of the eight nominated Best Picture films did you watch? Was Soul. I didn't even see Soul, but yeah. obviously I know what that is because of my kids. I watched uh, Soul. I that was nominated for Best Animated Feature, not for okay. best, best Picture. I, none, I, and I, I didn't. I hardly knew any of the actors or actresses as well. And like, so you I, watched I was, the whole thing. 
Yeah, I did. Because I, I love, like, I've, I've got a couple of friends, and we'll text each other during the red yep. carpet and just, like, what people are wearing, what they look like. I think Viola Davis looks just, oh, my gosh, she's just so beautiful, stunning. It's just everything. Um, so I, I it's just the escapism I tell you all the time, right? The reason why yep. I watch the Kardashians is because of their hair and their makeup and their wigs and their shoes and all of this stuff and, and, and looking at their, you know, what they have in their living room in terms of, like, flowers. Um, and, and that's what I want when I watch the Academy Awards. And I didn't feel like I got it. Like, I hated that, like, you could see the light coming in through the windows and, and you knew it was daytime there because, yeah, like it wasn't like escapism. It was it was like real life, you know. And and I don't watch the Academy Awards, and I don't watch these overpaid actresses who are in these five million dollar jewelry dripping from your neck with a dress that costs more than my car. Uh, I don't watch it just to. I watch it because I want to escape and I want to kind of live in that world for you know three hours. And and I didn't really feel like I got that. I didn't care for like the the the. the fawning over leading up to the announcements like they had the one actress or actor kind of really kind of like it was like a pump-up speech right before they showed who who was nominated I, I don't know I, I didn't care for it um, I thought there were moments Trent Reznor winning I'm like yes <laughs> there's Trent Reznor uh, so there were a couple moments that I got excited but um, yeah Tyler Perry's speech was incredible I thought and, and I tweeted something after that so I think that there were moments but overall I didn't really care for the way the so, city so you've done television for a long time right yeah. um, and you've been in entertainment and all those things and I do agree with you that that for most people, Hollywood is escapism. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen any of the eight Hollywood uh, Best Picture nominees, uh, and what I was told was that the vast majority of them were super serious, sobering. It seems like if anything, Hollywood would have leaned into entertainment even more in 2020, maybe than in past years, and that obviously didn't happen. What would you do if they came to you and they said, "Hey, Shannon"? The audience for the Oscars has collapsed, right? Like, we have hit a new low. I think there are political angles here. I think the lack of escapism is at play. I think the movies that people watch are not frequently the ones that are nominated. Uh, All of those things factor in, I think, to creating a disinterest. In other words, I don't think it's a surprise that the year that Titanic won, which was by far the most popular movie that was made that year, that the most people watched. There were big stars. Leonardo DiCaprio had become a star. James Cameron is a big sort of, uh, and, and there was a drama over whether the Academy would reward this big spectacle movie or whether it would go with something that was more of an art house fair. What would you say if they came to you and they said, hey, how do we make the Academy Awards relevant again uh, in, uh, in the American cultural landscape? So it's it's I, it's interesting because on the one hand I'm like I haven't seen any of these movies right, but on the other hand you're like all right cool movies that aren't 100% mainstream are getting the attention that they deserve because they've got really good cast and they've got a really good storyline. I kind of was thinking about it a little bit like like Race Hub right like we got nominated for technical Emmy sports Emmy right big deal because it's a small little. Uh, it's a small little, uh, you know, show that we do about NASCAR. It's not, you know, a huge mainstream show like Sports Center or whatever. Uh, and it makes it makes me very happy that we're getting recognized because I feel like compared to some of the bigger shows, we are that small show. So when I when I was watching the Oscars, that's kind of where my mind was. I was like, I'm I'm happy that these these movies that I don't know and people and they're not the Titanic's and they're not, you know, these huge uh, mega. 
uh, money makers, they're getting the rightful attention. Uh, but at the same time, that's why people watch, right? They watch because they want to see Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, who they saw, you know, three times at the movie theater because they love the movie so much. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a hard balance, I think, to, to catch. Uh, I, Personally, I don't like the fact that there was like, you know, 40, 50 people inside the room. I would much prefer to have them back in their homes where I could see inside the home. Same thing with the draft. I loved yeah. the draft last year. Last year was awesome. Aspect. Yeah. So cool. You never get to see that. I've, I've enjoyed parts of this pandemic from a TV standpoint because we've removed a lot of the glitz and the, the glitzes and this and this and the overproduced stuff. And we've just kind of kept it really real. And I would have I, I loved seeing like Zendaya last year with like her family behind her. And as soon as she was done accepting her award, everyone's like cheering. I, I don't know. Those are I mean, the draft is a perfect example. Like when the kids get the calls inside their living room and their entire families yeah. standing around them like biting their nails, waiting for like them to scream when they get the, the news. That's that's cool. And and I think people can connect to that a little bit more than, you know, than I don't know what what I saw. I agree too with the with the uh, coaches and their families and the GMs so cool. and the fact that so all cool. the kids sometimes were running into the camera shot and waving yeah. and uh, I thought it humanized what oftentimes with the NFL draft is a very uh, it, it kind of they, sometimes they feels like they strip away some of the emotion and make it seem sort of like a scientific thing as opposed to what it is more art than science, I think, and ultimately rooted in interpersonal relationships, failures, successes, uh, wins and losses, which is the way we experience sports and why they are so wildly popular in general. Uh, we're talking to Shannon Spake. Will you watch now that tomorrow is the first round of the NFL draft? How late will you stay up to watch? Will you stay up until the final pick of the first round is called on Thursday night or will you fall asleep before no. that? No, I won't. I'll probably watch, I would say the first 10, 11, 12, something like that. But I'm one of those people that I'll wake up like, um, and I'll start checking Twitter just to see kind of who went where. And, yeah. and, and I, I do find it fascinating. And of course, the next morning. But I, lo- I, I wish it was like, I wish that there was less time between picks. Because yeah. I do feel like even if they know who they're picking, they still and maybe they're. Oh, I, that's what that's what it's going to frustrate me. I know right off the yeah. top, right? We Less know time. Trevor Lawrence is going number one mm-hmm. overall. Yet for yeah. television purposes, yeah. the Jags will let it run down to almost you know totally. like one you know thirty seconds left on the clock, and you're like, wait yeah. a minute, you know who you're taking. Same thing will happen with uh with the jets and so we'll be nearly 30 minutes into the nfl draft before that third pick is officially announced by the san francisco 49ers and we get what is or is not the first surprise uh shannon spake we appreciate the time as always congratulations on your rise from uh from server (laughs) at uh, outback to uh to esteemed member of the sports media by the way you were mentioning the emmys have you ever been nominated yourself for an emmy Sports I Emmy. haven't. No, yeah. no, I have not. It makes me feel uh, better. You know. you know, I've never been nominated. You know, one year, <laughs> I've talked about this on the show before, but one year, like when we first started doing my Outkick the show, we designed an, an ability, this is like six, seven years ago now, to be able to distribute at simultaneously to YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, like a live stream every day direct from my house. And mm-hmm. they nominated me for a Tech Emmy and oh, that's we, awesome. Yeah, well I, well, I thought Fox did. I wasn't actually nominated by the Emmys. Fox nominated me, and we lost to a new wire that they had designed that uh, allowed cameras to move more easily. But you're still an Emmy nominated. No, 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 no. Oh, 
I was I was nominated by Fox for tech Got Emmys. It. They could only send in like a certain number of Got like uh, tech suggestions, yeah. and so that was a big deal. And then they didn't nominate me. So I I think that I would have to do my career for like fifty years before I get nominated for a sports Emmy. Yeah, you know, listen, I'm 20 years into this business, and yeah. and that's just as good to me as as a piece of hardware on my on my mantle. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be awesome to be recognized and be able to put that stuff down. But the longevity that I've had in my career, it means everything to me. And and you know the things I've got to co- I've been able to cover and the events that I've been able to do and talking to you every week. Oh, I know, um, I know, it's a highlight <laughs> of the career. Yeah, yeah. You would think uh, I could so get I, an Emmy in sports talk radio. Why would there not be an Emmy in sports talk radio? Like, there's not even that many guys who have national shows. Like you would think that you would have to at least get nominated, right? I mean, right now there are, you know, in drive time, there's like four people on Fox. There's like four people on ESPN. I think CBS is the only group that even has national radio. Otherwise, there's only like 12 of us total. You would think just the sheer odds of that, that you would have to get to me at some point. Yeah, it's it's becoming way saturated though, right? With all the podcasts. I mean, everybody's Everybody's got a podcast Yeah. And and so yeah maybe maybe soon they'll do podcasts as well I I, I yeah it's uh, I won't it's, win that one either I don't think what's the next thing right I, that's what I was talking to someone about recently like what's the next thing that you can get in on before it blows up right because the podcasts right now are just everyone is everywhere with those things I think live uh, I think it's going to cycle live. back around to live like I've been doing live yeah. for several years and I think podcasts are are cool but I think video and uh, mm-hmm. live audio which is basically sports talk radio but I do a live television show as you do, and I do a live, um, and and I think just being able to react in real time, uh, I think I'm ahead several years of the curve, but I think that authenticity is what people want, and I think with the decline of overall existing television, uh, what is going to happen is you're going to have a lot of smaller, more uh, niche-based audiences but, you know, when I look at the number of people who react, let's say when I would do a Game of Thrones show as soon as Game oh, yeah. of Thrones ended, like we would have 100,000 people who would come and watch me react to that show live. Uh, that's a niche audience, but it's a pretty big audience uh, in the in the certainly in the streaming space. And so uh, I think that's where uh, I think that's where everything is going to eventually go. I do. I think in the next, next several ago. years. They yeah. used to do Game of Thrones stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, what was that four, three, four years ago? I, I just—it's going to make me—you're going to make me cry. Uh, it's the, the yeah. best show that's ever existed in terms of—they're doing the prequel now, so they're going to bring out a prequel. So I'm waiting for that. The Last Kingdom. You still haven't watched The Last Kingdom? You'd really like it. Yeah, I, I, I need to add it. it yeah, I need to add I it to the repertoire. And your wife will love you, Trid. Like, love. <laughs> yeah, I've heard he's <laughs> so a good-looking guy. But hey, let's be honest: when you get to wake up next to me every morning, there's—it's almost impossible to be impressed by any other man. Shannon. Yeah. Shannon Spake, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for right. the uh, the big win. Oh, who do you got this weekend? Oh, goodness gracious. Well, Kazowski's really good at Kansas. Um, so watch you him. Double down? I don't know. No, I, you know, I'm going to go Chase Elliott. He hasn't won this season. All three of his teammates have won uh, at Hendrick Motorsports. We're back on the mile and a half at Kansas. You know, it's a it's a traditional sort of like uh, mile and a half is the intermediate tracks, and 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 we used to do a ton of them. We have a lot more road courses now this year, uh, but I don't know. I I got a feeling about Chase Elliott. All right, I'm writing him down. I will be on him. If I will I, give you another shout out on television if it happens. If I change my mind, I'll text you and let you know when do you have to put your when do you. I'll have probably to do. It. I won't do it till Friday. Um, okay. So uh, so I'll put it in on Friday. Uh, if um, I change my mind, I'll let you know. Money's I appreciate that. Money on the line, indeed, trying to double down. 
This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks, coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are rolling through draft eve as we will do on the final segment of the show. I will give you my updated outkick mock draft top 10. I want to remind everybody out there listening to us right now that it will be the fifth annual outkick mock draft that we are going to be conducting tomorrow in the final hour of the program. So I want all of you to be doing your homework, sharpening your pencils looking at as many possible mock drafts out there as we can possibly find because I don't want the disaster on the mock draft when everybody just fell apart and we had like a minute where it was a total disaster. Well, it always falls apart at some point. Yes. With the with the phones and the people drafting the same player twice and someone taking someone at 6 that's projected to be at 42, like <laughs> something is bound to happen and it makes it that's what makes it great. The wheels came off, and I want to play this clip uh, of the wheels coming off in our mock draft. And I'll talk a little bit more about the Dolphins, which we began the show talking about. Uh, But the wheels completely came off in the mock draft, and I don't want this to occur again. So everybody pay attention. Don't make this you from the OutKick archive. All right, up next... Jacksonville Jaguars dub who you got Bubba in North Carolina Bubba in North Carolina who are you taking for the Jags I swear to God this is not complicated Bubba just dropped let's move on to Antonio in Virginia Antonio in Virginia who you got with the Jags Rashawn Gary Rashawn Gary. Where is Rashawn Gary uh, projected? Is this a solid pick or a a bit of a reach there at seven? Thanks for the call. That is a little bit of a reach. He is projected at the bottom of the first round. Is that is there a consensus here? Yeah, he's like bottom of the uh, first round. Yeah, Yeah. so thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for whoever drafted their seven overall for the Jacksonville Jaguars, taking a flyer and potentially throwing our mock draft into chaos. (laughs) Seaver go in our draft yet. Seahawks are up next. Who we got? We got Brian in Gainesville. Brian in Gainesville. You're drafting for the Seahawks. Who you got? Rashawn Gary, defensive end, uh, Michigan. Yeah. All right. You've embarrassed the city of Gainesville. Well, on the on the bright side, Clay, this is where Gary was actually projected yeah, to go. Yeah, we had uh, Rashawn Gary's dad called in and took him <laughs> number seven overall earlier in the draft. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are picking Gainesville, Florida, as they often do, lets down everyone. You don't want to shame your family and be featured in the OutKick archive collapse of the OutKick mock draft. And I feel like this year... I don't want to jinx us, but I feel like it's almost impossible to not get a lot of these picks right. Because I think, you know, a lot of years we're like, hey, what's going to happen at one? I think we know one, two, three pretty strongly. Mac Jones going to go three overall. We know Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. And really, I think we could feel even pretty strongly about number four with Kyle Pitts. 
And if Jamar Chase is really going to be the fifth pick for the Cincinnati Bengals, then as we were talking about earlier, there's an argument, Dub, that this draft really could not start until number six, figuring out what the Miami Dolphins are going to do. Yeah, there's a strong argument there, but I can guarantee you this, every team that knows who they're picking already is going to take the full 10 minutes of the clock. Oh, that's so frustrating. Tomorrow, you know that's going to happen. Like, we know Trevor Lawrence is going number one overall. For television purposes, they'll wait 10 minutes to announce it. And then Zach Wilson's going to be the guy, and they'll wait 10 minutes to announce it, and, and so on and so forth. All right, this shouldn't surprise you. But the idiots at ESPN, the woke losers that they are, are already trying to steal your joy in the NFL draft. I'll talk about what they're doing next, and I'm going to tee off on them. You're probably going to want to get your popcorn because I think you're really going to enjoy it. I hate when stupidity like this happens, when the usual woke suspects try to divide us all. I got my two-by-four. I'm Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and I got some people to slap some two-by-fours up against. You're going to love it. This is OutKick. Go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute. We're also going to be joined by Chad Withrow and Will Kane. rest of the way on the show on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.